Um, all right, so this next couple that we're going to bring up. Um, y'all come in here. There's room in the back over here. Um, come in here. Gigi, everybody. Art, come on. Come on over here. Sneak in over here. It's, it's better when y'all y'all seem so far away. Um, well, this podcast, like all the others, has already gone to shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. Well, and that's another thing from you. What are the things that you do like about the podcast? Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah, no, you, you know, yes, and and you know, my whole goal with the veterans too is is to create awareness, to let people know that these men and women who serve our country, after they get out, <clears throat> they're dealing with so much. You know, um, take somebody like my father who refuses to talk about it, he does not talk about it, will not talk about it. Well, you know, you ask him a question about it, and he goes, "It was a long time ago." That's his. You know, I don't want to talk about it. it was a long time ago. So, um, it is very. It, it's a very again another fine line as to can we find that veteran that but i love that, that. maybe we do a know. helicopters for heroes episode yeah well i'd like to get um and again you know my wife and i'd like to promote healthy and happy relationships you know finding that military couple that that is going through stuff or or get there and, and that's what we don't realize uh dr z who's here air force guy he goes man i missed two years of my children's life yeah. He goes, because I was deployed for a year, came back and then deployed for another whole year. And I didn't even think about, wow, like, you know, I miss four days without my kids and I miss them or they look older. Yeah. I can't imagine being gone an entire year yeah. serving your country. <clears throat> the sacrifice that she was basically a single mom. Yeah. 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 You know, married, but single mom. So to talk about those sacrifices, <clears throat> this next couple, I, I, I went to high school with. Don graduated with Don. Um, <clears throat> it's been a lot of fun over the years, really getting to know Don. Yes, you've um, heard us talk about Don because she bought all the pies for me. So we're gonna talk about that shit. We're gonna talk about that shit. She's not bitter at all. But we 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 reconnected with them because they live in Temecula, and you know we started doing the La Jolla Comedy Store, and um, her husband is also from Gregory Portland. And yeah, they showed up, and they they've just become. Um, just great friends to us and yeah. and that uh, is the cool thing about this life on the road is that we get to catch up with people in different cities and have fun yeah uh so jeff and don come and join us please and by the way speaking of that military couple um jeff gave our country 20 years is that right jeff 20 yes sir with the navy and uh we need to get him yeah give him a round of applause but 20 years in the navy um, what, was that the case for you guys, Don, where early on, base to base? Yeah, um, we, and this is actually the longest we've ever lived in one place, is the house in California. We never lived anywhere longer than three years. And so it was hard. And yeah, he would be deployed. He'd leave for six months, come back for a couple of months, and then leave for another five or six more. So... I really relate to like, oh, feeling like the single mom 
but you have a really great community of spouses that are also there. So there's there's really well, great was it advantages. a lot of living on the base? Um, we did probably 50-50. Yeah. Sometimes we lived on base in base housing, a great, great community. Jeff, were you already in the Navy when, when you guys started dating? or? Yeah, we were. I'd been in six or seven years. Already? Yeah. I came in a 90s right out of, I actually joined the delayed entry program my junior year of high school. Well, let's go back a little bit because one of my favorite pictures, and that's the picture I sent you, Rick, of his whole family mm. dressed in, in whites because you come from how many generations of Navy guys? Um, third generation, yeah. My grandfather was World War II. He was a pharmacist tech or hospital corpsman. His brother was actually a survivor of the bombing at the, on the Arizona. He survived the Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, my dad was Navy, uh, was SEAL teams for six years, and that was my dream. I swam since I was three years old, wanted to be going to SEALs, and didn't realize I ran a lot too. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I got that day to like, swim, oh, shit, and so <laughs> I blew out the swim, and I'm like, "Oh, we got to run three miles." I'm like, uh, so well, I became I a rescue swimmer, which is the you know, second best thing. And oh, yeah, that, you were a rescue. You I did are that for 17 of my 20 yeah. years of, in the rescue swimmer. So, um, so then, where do you guys meet? I mean, other than GP, but actually, did we didn't he... know each other in high school. Well, he's a lot older than us. Mm. <laughs> there was that uh, so how did uh, that go down so I was hanging out for the Wildcat people out there uh, was hanging out with Josh Mosini and he was a manager of Blockbuster that kind of ages how uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like hey let's go have drinks happy hour and so we go out and I forget there's two other guys I don't remember who they were but um, we're having drinks and Dawn's our waitress I think she's like 19 years old I still remember I was wearing bongo jeans and had long hair <laughs> down her butt and uh, looked like Nicole Kidman. And I was like, and I never was a pickup line guy. I was, I just. Oh, we know. We yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zero game, Jeff. Zero game. <laughs> so I thought she recognized her from high school. And I was like, oh, did you go to Gregory Portland? She's like, yeah. She's like, I was like what year did you graduate? She's like, well, 97. And I did the math. And I'm like, well, she, you were like seventh or eighth grade when I was a senior. I was like, I probably passed you driving to high school, but. No one that was my future wife. <laughs> On her tricycle. <laughs> and I just came off the plane right before that. I'd come off deployment, and I got like a $20,000 tax-free bonus because we were in the Gulf. So I came home and bought me a jet ski and a brand-new truck. And, and so after we went, went there probably three nights in a row to uh, the restaurant or bar, I guess. And uh, finally, we said, hey, let's go out to the beach. And, you know, I got a new truck and a jet ski. And... <laughs> That's his pickup That's line. His line. <laughs> that was Wait his line. Minute. It's still his fucking line. <laughs> I know. He's like, hey, you guys want to hang out and have jet skis? <laughs> <laughs> it's worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how, how did, so then you're in. Yeah, we've actually never been apart since then. Like since we met and we like started dating and got married. And, well, and, and you was, know what, what was cool? You know, Don was always in high school. And it was funny you told me this later because we, we always had Don for a class, and it was always like me and Joey and Tim and Kimberly and Abel, like cousins. all the cousins. Yeah. And then there'd be Don, <laughs> right? And Don would be sitting next to us. And I remember, you know, when we, we reconnected, Don was like, you know, because you were always our friend, but mm -hmm. Don was always the quiet, just kind of sitting there quiet, you know. And then she goes, I just like to laugh. And you're, you and your cousins would fucking act like idiots in class. <laughs> she goes, so I always knew that if I had y'all for a class, I'm sitting by the. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting, but then you became a teacher. 
I did, yes. So we finally settled long enough where, yeah, we went to school and... Because you guys met when you were 19. Mm -hmm. So you guys did this together on your own. Yeah, we had had no help. That was... But I think that's part of the strength of why we've been together so long is we moved around. We didn't have help from family. There wasn't like my mom lived down the street or, you know, our our cousins or we were far away from everybody. Where was y'all's first deployment together? Uh, I was on the Ingle side when I got stationed there. That's how we met in 97. Oh, so you were in Ingle side already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got orders there and I just put on E5 and so I was getting a housing allowance, like 700 bucks a month back then. And so I moved back in my my parents' house and lived back in my own room and was giving them 200 bucks a month. And so we dated for about six months and she was living with some uh, friends from high school too. And they just weren't cutting in. And I'm like, I'm tired of my parents asking me when I'm coming home. So I was like, so we got a, a place together. We just, you know, split the bills and- What a dick you made you pay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but and then, then the first deployment, you have to make a decision. Yeah. Um, because if you're not married, you don't get to go. Right, right. And so uh, we got married and had a baby soon after. And then he gets transferred up to Great Lakes in Chicago area. And and we had to move. And I. But you weren't married. We were at that point. But oh. it was it was a really big change because I'd never lived outside of Texas. I'd always lived around my family. And now I'm moving to a place I've never been well, by I, myself with a three-month-old baby. I'm glad you said that. And, and that was something that I told Renee. And I, I learned it from this movie, Coal Miner's Daughter. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. But there's a moment where Loretta Lynn's husband goes, you need to make a decision. Are you my wife or you're your daddy's daughter? You know, and I told Renee that one time. I said, hey, we are now our own family. Mm-hmm. And you're you're either my wife or you're still with them. Are you with me or are you with them? But my you know. daddy does it better. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I think men- mentally you have to make that decision. You know, I, I remember you know Rebecca, who by the way her one time we go back she's already in college two years and renee and i go and and we're staying at her parents place well we stay in in the room that becca used to have she's that's my room and we're like honey you no longer have a room here i hate to tell you this is no longer your room but there is those those milestones in life Mm -hmm. where you go oh shit i'm never going back home right this is my life and this is where you know but it is hard yeah it was definitely it was a different mindset of yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to make this work. And like both of us just never gave up. But those first few years were definitely the hardest. We well, were young and you're trying to figure it out. And then you, everything you like being with this guy. Now he has to leave on deployment because in the Great Lakes, where the fuck do you go? So I was I was a water survival instructor at the boot camp. I got orders up there mm-hmm. and I was up there about two months. I had to go through instructor school. So I went up there two months prior to get housing. That's I think the only time we actually lived in. Uh, second, we did live in base house twice. Um, but yeah, Chicago, of course, the base is always in the worst part, the cheapest, cheapest property, so it's in the worst part of the, you know, we had North Chicago on one side, and then two miles south was Lake Forest, where all the Oprah used to live up there. And um, and the base is in the middle. 80% so. of the guys there, we're all, we're all rescue swimmers, you know, alpha males, and 80% of them are single guys, and I'm brand new married, and they're like, we're going to the bar this weekend. I'm like, yeah, I got to go network with the guys. I'm new here, you know, and she's home with a three-month-old, doesn't know anybody, any of the neighbors. You got, you got and... knocked up right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't, Jeff. You don't waste any time. A month later. <laughs> a month later. And now he's 22 and still lives in our house. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how life goes. Yeah. Um, but again, talking about, and that's what that's why I love my veteran so much too. Is is people don't realize that he, the person who signed up is not the only one that sacrifices. The kids sacrifice. You sacrifice. You know, Phil, um, our neighbor who was on the podcast for, you know, his son when he got blown up, remembers the guys coming to tell his mommy that. Phil had gotten blown up and he goes, I was only three. He goes, but it's something that's etched mm, yeah. in my brain mm. to hear my dad has been blown up, you know? Oh, that makes um, so then Chicago, then new orders. From there, <clears throat> I screened for EOD, explosive ordnance disposal. Um, went down to Eglin Air Force Base down in Fort Walton Beach. There's this, you know, beautiful white sands. I think you've been to Destin or in that yeah. area. And uh, so we were there. And a month before I was supposed to class up dive school, the dive doc calls me and he's like, you can't be a diver. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, your blood work says you have hep C. And I'm like, what does that mean? Don gave you hepatitis C? <laughs> Is that a sexually transmitted disease? <laughs> Damn it, Don. And so I, I, I was probably the two times I cried in the, in the Navy. I was just mad because you bought the pie. I know. I knew, about this. I knew it. We're I knew it. I knew it. We're going to close with that shit. I was like, mm-mm. So basically, I, I fought it, went all whipped. I had a friend, in, a couple of friends in EOD, and she's like, I know a captain, and Admiral's up in yeah, Bumed. We called them, and they're like, we can't do any, you know, it's, it was a thing with decompression sickness. You came up, you're bleeding out. They didn't want, you know, they got three minutes to get you out in a chamber, so they didn't want to, like, give other, you know, have that transmission possibility. So I sat there for, I was there for six months, and that's why I switched over but and Don went mine worker. Don is still staying. Well, she, we actually got to move. Um, yeah, she moved with you to Fort Walton Beach. And like, so we found that out, I think the second or third month there and we still hadn't unboxed everything. And we're like, I've been tripping out with like Don, I mean, um, Sean and Rebecca, I mean, they were homeless yeah. for oh, yeah. living out of their suitcases. Almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Almost a year of just, them, no home, no place to go. Just drag your suit. She had a little hot plate that she would use to yeah. cook because you know. Was, were there moments like that where you're like, what the fuck is Yeah, happening? like in, in Florida, we never even unboxed half of our stuff in our house. We were nine months, and then I had to get orders yeah. somewhere else. So there was nine months, and then at that time, Matthew was like two and a half going on three. So here I am with so a three-year-old. So you can't back anyway. <laughs> right. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, let me try daycare, like preschool. And then he's only there for a few months. And I'm like... Oh, so is you this even good? I don't know. You haven't even set up your life. No, 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 not at all. And then and then we moved again. And we and got so. stationed back in Texas. That's where I dealt with mine warfare when we met. I was on the command ship, and then I kind of found out about minesweepers. And I was like, well, these things are super small. They don't go out if it's over C-State 4. They're always breaking down. And I'm like, by then I was at, I think, 12 years. I was like, I'll go back to Ingleside where we grew up. We'll get a house have the Navy pay for my mortgage for eight years, and then we'll retire here. Good to go. We, we get down we there two years later, they're like, yeah, we're going to close that base. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> oh, pick some more orders. I was like, we had a plan. <laughs> what does your shirt say? I keep trying to read no. your shirt. Oh, it's his veteran shirt. I'm a veteran. I do what I want, when I want, where I want, except I got to ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> One second. <laughs> one second. <laughs> one second. Hold on. I'll be back. I'm going to ask her if I can. <laughs> I approved um, that one today. Kind of going back to the Hep C thing. Three years later, after I left from Ingleside and then went down to gas station in San Diego, my doc's like, "Did they ever do a full panel on you?" I'm like, "No." 
So he did a full Hep C panel. He's like, well, you don't have you don't have Hep C. You have a fatty liver, and he gave you a false positive. Oh shit! Oh damn! You're welcome. So don't blame me. <laughs> <laughs> I know how that story ends. <laughs> They're like, lose weight. I'm like, yeah. lose weight. You're too fat. Yeah, I gotta run again. Uh, but but I will say that you know. I, I, Renee and I appreciate you guys so much, and and especially right in the pies. <laughs> We're gonna talk about that shit. No, but but you know, one of our favorite things about you guys as a couple is y'all are so easygoing, and our life is a million miles an hour, and we know that we can always depend on you guys, and you guys are always down to hang, no matter what we're doing. And, and we just appreciate you guys so much. And because you guys are so low maintenance, sometimes we forget about you guys. To, to, <laughs> no, 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 because they're such sweet people. You know, we forget, oh, wait, we, we haven't got a picture with Don and Jeff. Oh, yeah. We're you know? talking about that. Don and I never end up getting a picture together. But, but it's because you guys are such sweet people. And, and, and we just want you to know that we love you so much. And, and our friendship and everything that you guys have done for us and with us. We just love you guys. And thank you for your sacrifice, man. 20 years um, serving our great country. And, and it's awesome. And then I'm going to sneak somebody right in. They didn't even know they were going to be on here. Uh, but let's get Raymond on here. Thanks, guys. Give Don and Jeff a big round of applause. Where's April? Come on, April. It's, it's, um, so I went to, you know, we, you know, a lot of people know we've grown up in the same town. And you I, and I, yes. Well, and Raymond. Right. We, this is, by the way, this is Daddy Raymond's son and Renee's brother, uh, Raymond Smith, and his beautiful oh. wife, April Smith. Um, so uh, Raymond and I actually went to high school together. Friends, so you're close yep. to the mic. I, I remember when we first started dating, uh -huh. Junior was like, you're dating that fucking asshole. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It took I, like, heard, I heard the stories. That's all. It took like. A few years, man, before we started kind of getting along, hanging out. No, no, we we have a great relationship now, and and how much fun has it been being a part of this crazy ride? Oh, it's crazy, fun, just crazy fun. <laughs> it's been great. It's really cool. Yeah. Uh, how did you guys meet? We actually met. We both went back to school like maybe eleven years ago. Why is Raymond like? <laughs> 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 oh, was pretending to go to college too. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell the story, he's like, I mean, it's funny. People wouldn't think that, uh, you know, opposites attract. I was, you know, I was starting back. I was going back to school. I was like, okay, mother of two, just gonna go to work, go to school, take care of my children. That's all I wanted to do. I go into class. I'm Raymond will tell you I'm a nerd. So I got to school early, sitting there, um, desk by myself, just wanted to be on my own, next to the door. Front out of the, the door. class, right Front by the, the teacher. Class. I'm the nerd. I've never sat by the teacher. That was the first <laughs> time. <laughs> and Raymond will tell you, he would never get to school early. He'd be like, ah, I'll get there the next day. Oh, I'll get there when it starts, whatever. And that was actually the first time he had actually gotten to school early. He gets in, and I'm sitting there but hold staring on. Was, there, was there a motive? Were you like, I got to sit by this chick? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He walks in. I just feel this guy walking around me. I'm like, oh my god. Now Raymond definitely does have a, an aura. You know, he's like a you know he's a big guy. Walks in with a big smile. He, he you can owns feel Raymond walking when he room. walks in. Yeah. So I just feel the eyes around me, and all I hear is, "Excuse me, is this the front of the class?" Yeah. Like that's your line. He's got worse game than you. No, no. I don't think so. At least Jeff had a fucking jet ski. And I was like, 
I don't know. I'm sure it is. He's like, well, can I sit here? And I'm just like. Oh, that was 11 years? 11 that years was ago? 11 years ago. And I didn't like him. I thought he was cocky. I thought he was arrogant. You he were was, right. Right. He, was there, <laughs> <laughs> he would sit there flexing his arms. Oh, that's and I'm like, oh, yeah, my working out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> this was before I fed him. And I fed him well. <laughs> and, um, but, but, you know, we are in love with your kids. And they are such amazing kids. And how has that changed your life, Raymond? Coming into a situation. And I tell people all the time, I was so lucky to have step parents, you know, and I, you know, I always, I always think, you know, I I still call my stepmom Sarah and I still call my stepdad Art. I wish they would have sat down with me and said, Hey, it's okay to call me mom. It's okay to call me dad, you know, but I never got that permission. And I also needed it from my parents. Right. I needed my parents to also say, hey, we, it's OK. It's OK. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, it's OK to call them mom and dad, because I, I was so lucky to have a, a, an amazing stepdad, an amazing stepmom. You know, so how has that changed your life? Well, I, I had to grow up. I definitely had to grow up. Uh, I was really wild. Um, was? <laughs> I, I, I wish we, let's get the security last, footage last, <laughs> from last night. <laughs> I had to erase some of my face, Facebook Live this morning. I woke up and I'm like, oh, shit. Hey, like, did you see that? I'm like, I did. <laughs> I missed it. Yes. Yeah, it's gone now. Thank God. Um, but these kids come into your life and this woman comes into your life. I mean. I love them. I mean, uh, she just, she's well, so I good mean, to me. I mean, they are our nephew and niece. I mean, yeah. you know, and I get so mad because I'm always like. Hey kids, you you know I want to get you this. I want to get you that, and they're like, "Oh, don't worry." And I'm like, "No, fuck you. I'm gonna buy you something." <laughs> but they're such sweet kids. And they'll come ask us. Well, Uncle Steve and Aunt Renee, they ask them like, "Well, it's whatever y'all want to do." But no, we're okay, Mom. But they're just they're just good, just kids. But is We've it, been is very it crazy blessed. that that I mean, I remember when we met them, they were tiny little guys, mm-hmm. and now they're about to graduate. One of them's a junior, yeah. Yeah. freshman and a junior. Um, and then you know. Let's talk a little bit about your accident. That was which a, one? Well, which one? <laughs> your knee. Oh man! Raven's like a cat. He's got nine lives. Nine lives. We need to the, figure the, out the what knee, he's on now. Because I, I think that was a moment for you guys in y'all's relationship. Oh. Yeah, you talk about defining moments. Th- there is defining moments, and, and for, for me and you, it was you are going to marry me or I'm leaving. Yeah. You know, Renee gave me an ultimatum. She says, we're not going home this Christmas. And you better put a ring on it that I'm going to lose later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was that a defining moment? So first tell the story about what happened to your leg. Okay. uh, You almost lost your leg. Yeah, I almost lost my leg. About 15 more minutes. Uh, After a show, drinking a lot. me and my singer, it was, it's really a dumb story, but it was just horseplay, and he got thrown through my leg, and it snapped in half. I mean, completely, so my foot was on my chest. Um, I was bedridden for three months. About three months. Yeah. Three months, and then I had to learn how to, I went to a wheelchair, then crutches, and had to, to learn how to walk again. So the main thing was my nerve. Uh, the nerve to the foot is messed up, so I now have permanent drop foot, so... Actually, I, I wear a brace, show y'all. I have to wear that for the rest of my life. So doctor said another 20 minutes and they would have had to amputate my leg. So. 
He had Pretty lost serious. it. They had pinched the nerve. I mean, he tore all his cruciate ligaments, uh, ripped the calf muscles, severed the perineal nerve, pinched the artery, which is what caused the blood flow to just com be completely gone. Doctor came in. He's like, 15 more minutes, we would have had to below the knee amputate this. That, it was tough. It was it a was, tough time. He had an external but, but, fixator. You know, I remember, you know, all of us, you know, on the on your side of the family, just being so grateful for April and what you were doing for him daily. Yeah. Was that a moment for you? It was crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I knew that. She, I mean, she took care of me like nobody ever would. Yeah. So uh, I knew that I had to marry her. You know, after, <laughs> after we came out of that, I said, no, she's the she's the one for me. Right. Yeah. No, it, there is definitely defining moments in your in your life, and 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 you do you grow closer together. You know, when you when you experience something together, you've gone through so much and. I don't understand, and I hear it all the time. Well, oh, we grew apart, and we do that. And I'm like, man, we, we grow closer together over time, Renee and I. And I think it's because of the sacrifices that we make for each other, the things that we've been through. But also uh, an understanding that life does this, right? It doesn't. It doesn't just do this. Well, and the adjustments, you know, and and you're dealing with it right now. You know, Raymond's business is doing amazing, and you're busier than ever. And with with success comes different obstacles. Yeah. You know, Renee and I have, you know, we, we would say, man, if, if I could just sell out shows, my life's going to be so easy and great. Well, it's gotten more difficult. Yeah. You know, um, and then I had I had one more question for you from Rick. Go ahead, Rick. I, it's better coming from you. Yeah, yeah, Uh-oh. I'm protective of my sister as every brother is. Uh-huh. Tell us when you hear jokes about your sister. Like, what do you think? It, it, <laughs> it, it used to bother me at first, you know. Um, now it's just... It's just Steve, you know. Um, it's just Steve. You no, know, it's like so Steve talks shit about everybody. Everybody, all the time. literally. Uh, but, so, but you know what? Man, I don't even pay attention to it. No, like, like really, it. really, you know, because people ask me that question. I get asked that a lot. Like, dude, well, he's some, like. Yeah, but you know what? I I think people too, and the more people get to know me, the more that that Raymond and I have gotten very close over the years. They know where my heart is. You know, and they know that that, and and I hope people see that when I perform that I'm madly in love with my wife, and I think that that's why my act works, because people go, here's a guy talking about his wife, but he loves her, you know, and and, and I think Raymond over the years has seen where my heart is, and and uh, I'm a very um, giving person, you know, and I'll take the shirt off my back, and early on it would scare Renee, you know, I would take weeks off to do charity events when we had no money. Well, we had no insurance, you know, but I knew that if you put good in the world, that good comes back, you know. So I, I, I think, you know, and, and I think Junior and I are a lot alike in the fact that we're very unjudgmental people. You know, Junior's a very uh, easygoing soul and a good guy, and he likes to have a good time, and he doesn't care if you're straight, gay, whatever. If, <laughs> if you want to if you wanna have a drink. I heard I kissed Kenny last night. Yeah, Where's yeah. Kenny? <laughs> He, he didn't come back. I didn't know. Renee, Renee told me this morning you kissed Kenny. I'm like, check the footage. Oh check my the footage. god, I don't remember that. It was on I the cheek. Oh, the I know. Okay. This How did you find out that we were dating? Was that from your dad? That was from my dad. He was pissed, dude. <laughs> he was mad. Yeah, he was mad. He got Bell's palsy. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is a real thing. Hey, yeah. funny story. Uh, one time you asked me to borrow my truck. One time, do you remember you took it fishing? Oh, I don't want to get into that. 
I know this story. I, I want to get into story. it. The truck that had no stickers that, <laughs> I, that, that I took to the muffler shop and bought a new muffler. Then I asked to borrow it and it got stuck. Yeah, I was driving to Corpus. I look over and I'm like, what? Is that my truck? And and this guy had my truck buried in the, in oh. the salt water. I mean, it we wasn't just, in the salt water, but it was it was stuck. <laughs> it was, I was like, but it was stuck. Yeah, he was he, he was going fishing and he's no, like, oh, so uh, <laughs> no. It was his dad's old truck that was sitting there that he let he let Junior take it over for the business. It didn't have stickers, and I I, I told I told I his dad that. I go I go how come that truck. It doesn't have inspection stickers. He goes, well, it needs a new muffler. I said, well, I'll take it. I'll pay for the new muffler because I want to borrow it to go fishing. Junior and his dad are like, no problem. And then I go out there and there's no four-wheel drive. It's supposed to have four-wheel drive. Well, that was broken too. <laughs> yeah. So Junior drives by. He's like, why is my truck in the fucking sand right now? I go, Don't worry. We're pulling it out. We're going to get it out. But yes. No, but we've been, we've been you know, we knew each other in high school so it was well, so raymond and steve went to high school at the same time they're closer in age and i i did not so they so they had a relationship independently of you and i yeah so he knew a lot about me the, uh, thank god you didn't know yeah. Yeah. about some of the stuff um, in high school but uh, and then kyle's here kyle knows all of it too so don't talk to him either <laughs> Um, well, this is April and, and, and Raymond. I wanted you guys to meet them because they're a huge part of our family and, and they've all, they met all your family now. That's right. Mom and dad have been on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have been on the podcast. And, and I've only had Miss Dora and uh, I wanted to have Vicky and Kenny, but I guess Kenny's embarrassed because he made out with <laughs> Raymond last night. Um, but we'll get you guys off. Give them a round of applause. Thank you so much. It has been a it has been um, a lot of fun too. Like you know, even Art. I'm not gonna put you on the spot on this podcast, yeah. but <laughs> but you know, Art and I met in Dallas. I would not have made it in this business if it wasn't for Arturo. I, I, I would believe not have that. made it. He was like an older brother to me in Dallas, and there were times where I would go grocery shopping at his house. I literally would come over and be like, I have no food. I need this. I need that. But if it wasn't for, for art, you know, there's so many people in my life. It's, 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 it's hard to say that I did it on my own because I didn't, even though I did it on my own. Yeah. There were so many people in my life that believed in me. And, and, and Arturo has been one of those in my life that we met. I was working the door at the Addison Improv. And his, actually his wife comes up to me and she goes, you need to meet my husband. You and him are gonna get along. And we've been friends ever since, and the wife is gone. He divorced that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he kept me in the divorce, yes. He kept me in the divorce. Uh, any other questions before we wrap it up? Anybody, Rick, yes. Uh, right before Mother's Day, you announced on the podcast that you had filmed a special. I asked him one of the, the questions on one of the podcasts, When's it coming out? Well, that has been, we, we were just talking about that today. It has been a, a up and down thing because we've had offers to buy it and then that goes away. And then um, we have two offers on the table right now that we're trying to figure out. And, and you know, Rick and I and Gigi. And, and that's another thing, too, is that that we love working with other couples, you know, because they, they understand our struggles and 
And our dynamic, I think it's weird. You know, it's like sometimes I think people feel threatened by working with a couple or the dynamics of that relationship. You know, and, and, and Rick and Gigi are, are a couple team. And, you know, we were talking about at this point, do we even need to be on Amazon Prime? Do we even need to be on a network? Everything's going viral social. You know, do we do we just want to film specials now and, and not even deal with trying to get them on a network? Let's just put them out. Let's let people enjoy them. You know, so that's where we're at with the special where had an offer, fell through, had another offer, fell through, got two offers right now that we're trying to to balance out. And, and again, all this time has gone by and we're like, man, we could have already had just it out there. Out, yeah. Um, uh, Kyle. You got to have a question. You know, it's it's so interesting because Kyle and I, elementary school friends. Yeah. Well, that's another thing is that that all of my team, everybody that works together with us, are people who are close to us. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was telling Kyle, I, I can't imagine sharing this with somebody that I hired. You know, because now Kyle is the road manager. Kyle has become a big part of the team, like Timmy. Yeah. And and it's like. I've known Kyle my entire life, literally my entire life. How has it been for you? Come on over here. Let's get Kyle on here. No, are you people are going to get to see new road manager Kyle. Road manager Kyle. Um, Rick, where do you want him? You want him in that chair or you want him over here by me? Let's go right there. Okay. Kyle, I'll ask this question because we, we talk about this a lot too. Uh oh, why did you look at me? Well, no, because knowing me as a kid to now, what's the big difference you think? There's not any difference. You were always, you were always uh, the class clown, uh, making everybody laugh. Uh, always saying inappropriate shit. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> How has it been for you? You know, watching my journey from a, being a classmate. Oh, it's been, it's been awesome. You know, uh, I'm happy for you, man. You know, you you deserve it. You're a hardworking guy. Uh, you know, just a you know really good friend, man. Appreciate it. No, and then and now you know Kyle's. In the day to day, what, what were you saying yesterday? Like Timmy, how the fuck did you do this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of hard work. Uh, you know, a lot going on. So all the time. Yep. What's been the, What's been kind of the, um, you know, from seeing me doing stand up to now working very close to me? What has been the big shock? The big shock. Yeah. I think your you know your memory you know like we were talking about earlier about what you know your show and and how you keep everything. Uh, going you know going smooth and stuff so and i think people have no idea how much he does like how much goes on behind the scenes no, i think a lot of people think he just like walks up on stage and tells yeah jokes, you have no idea you, have no idea like, how oh. hard he works uh <laughs> all the crazy stuff it's yeah it's crazy well art was telling me that yesterday <laughs> what were you saying you just non-stop like oh, you ever you both of you guys right but do you ever just take a day and do nothing Kyle, do I ever just take a day? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's like, I just want a day to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, out, uh, the, the yard work. Uh, I mean, it's just he's constantly doing something, constantly, never stopping. But 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 again, I I, I truly believe if if people can adopt the this attitude, and my attitude is, what did I do today to better my life for tomorrow? Did I improve my home? Did I improve? Was I a better dad today? Was I a better? husband today was I a better friend today and and, and a that's better gambler maybe, maybe better, I need to be a better gambler well, I did hit 1500 on the Hobbit machine and fucking Jeremy goes of course you did you short little shit that's, he goes that's that's your game you're the Hobbit um, but, but I, I but I think I think that um, what what has hurt in in with businesses is, is it's been hard to keep friends and family because of we're so busy 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is really cool that that Kyle and I have this relationship too, but we work get to work together. Or that we have you times know. like this where we get to go and have long dinners with our friends, and they get to come and hang out with us in Vegas. Um, but it, it it has been really cool to have Kyle on board, and and I do, do people ever ask you what it's like working with us? Because I know Betty gets it all the time. Yeah, they yeah they do. You know, and I tell them it's hard work. Steve's <laughs> a hardworking guy, and you know, just keep on. Do you guys have questions for Kyle? Inside scoop from Kyle. Anybody? What's the Thank you for not asking. What's that? What's the day to day? Day to day? Uh, it's it's just you know busy. Uh, more Hi, email. You, more Hi, emails and. Stephen, I fight. Yeah. <laughs> more emails. What today? What today? You wake up and what? Oh. Uh, I got like eight coffees uh, for everybody. Uh, <laughs> I had to get Tums for Steve. Yeah. Uh, but there's so many moving parts, you know. And, right. so and what are the moving parts? Well, I, you know, I'm working with Kana. Thank her, she's doing a great job. Uh, I mean, it's not stop with her. Um, someone else, Jerry, right now. So yeah, it's, Kelly, the publicist. Yep, Kelly. Yep. yep. So I mean, you know, for example, you know, when we get here, Kyle's in charge of setting up our rooms, getting us comfortable in the rooms organizing events whether it's you know the private craps table that they're holding for us or you know we wanted a section to make sure that we had somewhere to hang out that he's working out um he's working on all the press that kelly's sending in making sure that that i'm on my zoom on top of you know renee making sure that i'm on my how many interviews did we do this this week? a lot of press for vegas yeah so i you know we did and that's what people don't understand is is that there is no clocking out for us yeah. There is no, there is no, oh, well, I have time off. You know, this is my day off. There is no yeah. day off. Liam's calling, Tom's calling, Kelly's calling. They're finding out, making sure that press is going where they're at. They're calling Kyle. What's Steve's itinerary? When does Steve get here? We got to schedule a car to pick him up. We got to make sure that he's happy. Well, they want to do a podcast. Are we doing it at the Sugar Factory? Mm-hmm. Are we doing it here? Rick's team has to come in. We needed extension cords today. <laughs> we needed the music off. And Kyle is, is kind of the the front man, if you will, to make sure that everything yeah. runs um, as smoothly as possible. Um, but but I don't, you know, people don't realize, I feel bad too, Kyle, sometimes because, I, you know, people don't realize that I don't have time. It's not that I don't want to, it's I literally don't have time. Yeah. You know, or I'm talking, I'm finally having a conversation with Tim Martinez, and then all of a sudden, Liam calls. And you got to like, take that call. I, I got to jump. Yeah. I, gotta, I got something going on. I got to take this call. We got business going on. So it's always, Rick, as you know, I mean, it's like being a production manager without the production. You know. Well, this is a production. <laughs> really? With this fucking outfit? <laughs> I'm the production? <laughs> um, but for you, leaving the oil field to this, this has to be more fun. Yeah, more fun. It's it's. More, it's harder work as well. It really, <laughs> it really, really is. I can do the oil field all day long. You know this. <laughs> it's tough. It can get tough. I, I wear everybody out. Uh, with my, I remember one time Tim was like, "Dude, you fucking comedian, one hour a day." But I go, "Come on the road with me. Come on the road with me. Let's go do press in the morning. Let's do two shows at night. Let's wake up and do press again. Let's do two more shows. Yeah. You know, and I'm not going. We don't go to bed till mm. late in the morning, and I'm up." you know, ready to go. And, and, you know, but you're sticking with me, right? I'm, I'm here. I'm, you know? yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> for now. I'm here for now. <laughs> well, and then, so just to give people the schedule this week. Yeah. Got a show tonight. 
Oh, we'll, yeah. We will be on a plane in the morning. We're flying separately, yeah. We're going to fly separately because I have a private gig in Allen, Texas, mm -hmm. which is basically Dallas. I'm going to the kiddos. You're going to the kiddos. Saturday morning, I'm going to wake up, drive to Alice, Texas mm -hmm. with Kyle. We're going to do another corporate gig. Yeah. And then drive all the way back to New Braunfels. We will have some of Sunday off. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Back on a plane. Back on a plane to um, Florida. To, to Naples. Florida. Naples. Yeah. Um, Kyle's, but that's another thing too, and, and I hope, I hope that, you know, what we like to do with our team is, we all like to work as a team, so that I always say, quality of life, you need time off, you take time off, you know. So Kyle gets his two kids next week, and he's like, hey man, I'm gonna be with my kids. Like, great, we'll figure it out, you know. So we try to give as much time to our to people as possible when it comes to the things that that matter for them, yeah. you know. Um, any other questions? Uh, what is your favorite stop? My oh, favorite Vegas. stop. That's that's. Well, I love Vegas. I know. I know. Renee's. Yeah. Um, you know what? It, it's for me, man. I have literally been on the road for twenty years, and I've been doing the road every weekend for minimum forty-six weeks a year. So I hate being in a plane. I hate being in an airport. But when I get on that stage, that's my favorite place to be right then, right there. You know, I mean, and Kyle will tell you, I mean, there's times we're exhausted, man. I mean, we're doing press. We're catching a flight. We're getting there. We're getting in the rental car. We're going checking in the hotel. I'm walking straight on stage and we are tired. But when I get on that stage, it doesn't matter what part of the world I'm in. When I'm on that stage, and, and that's why I miss the meet and greet so much because I love the meet and greet. Because then I get to touch people and talk to people. And, and when I hear people say, hey, man, we got through cancer because of your stand-up. We made it through the quarantine because of your stand-up. That, that's the stuff that, for me, goes, selfishly, I love being on stage for me. But when I hear you guys come to me and say, man, you know what? Your stand-up helps. Your stand-up did this for me. Man, it means the world. And, and Kyle knows the way we run our camp. And I tell Kyle, we, will, we accommodate, accommodate, accommodate. If there's somebody that's, that sends us a message and says, hey, my, my husband and I, we had that story in Florida. Gosh, you know, this woman ends up in a car accident, seven months pregnant. Her sister's best friend takes care of her in her coma, ends up getting married. They tell us that story. I want them backstage. I want to take a picture with them. I want to meet them. And Kyle knows that the minute we walk in that comedy club, we're there to make people happy. Whether it, I'm, I'm not, I don't hide in the green room. I don't sit there and say, I need my privacy. We're there to work. And if there's people that want to come in and meet Renee, myself, we're there to meet them. And that's also what makes it exhausting is because it has gotten bigger. You know, and Kyle's like, got another couple coming in. All right, let's move them out. I got another couple, you know, and we've got, before I walk on stage, you know, the green room's full all the time. Junior will tell you, uh, Don and Jeff, you know, like, it is nonstop, and, and I remember Brad Garrett saying, the minute you leave your house, you are working. The second you chose this life, and the second that you walk out, you are working, and your job is to make people happy. So that's how we run our camp, and we make sure that you know, we accommodate, and we go out of our way to, to make people, and I feel like you earn fans that way. You know, I feel like people leave and go, hey man, Steve goes out of his way. You know, to shake hands. To well, I appreciate you because uh, last year during COVID, uh, we were in Addison, uh, year ago October, 
and there was no meet and greet. You couldn't, they couldn't do any of that stuff. So I talked to the manager. I said, hey, can I throw a little yeah, I remember, yeah. A little helicopters for heroes donation so I could take a picture with them. And of course, I'm with all my cousins. You know, Mexicans, we have a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of cousins. <laughs> we all went back and he lets us beat them. And, and the only thing that he said was, hey, don't put the, on the shit on social media because everybody's going to get pissed. They're going to, yeah. it's like, oh, you get to take a picture with them. So, didn't put it on social media, but I really appreciated that. that was no, but, and, and like I said, we, we do go out of our way, you know, for people because, you know, people matter. And, and what I do is fun and exciting. And, and if somebody gets to come backstage, it's exciting for them. You know, and they go, oh, this was cool, man. I got to go backstage. I got to meet him, you know, and, and we really try to, and Kyle knows it, man. Let's go. If they want, if he'll come up to me and go, hey, there's a veteran just walked in, man. He's like, I'm going to bring him back here. And I'm like, yes, of course, get him back here and, and make it special. You know, and, and that's why I love Vegas because Renee and I don't hide. We don't, we're, we're out, man. Come hang a drink. Come come hang out. We're, we're out. Let's go, you know. And, and I, the fear for me is that it's getting so big that it's becoming more difficult. And we don't know how, how to scale it, how to, there's only so much of us to go around and. Someone told us when you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else. And so sometimes the thing you're saying no to is you know, we're, we're or, And sometimes you know. we're doing meet and greet after the first show. By the time meet and greet's over, the second show's starting. So there is no downtime now because there's so many people to meet and then all of a sudden I'm going straight on the stage because we're out there shaking hands and, and taking pictures. Well, tonight we're gonna have 1,300 people. How long is that gonna take? I don't know, but I'll be there, you know? But, and that's another thing I tell Renee too, is sometimes it's an extra hour and a half of work, but we're willing to do it, well, we you know? You well, we love you guys. Uh, what a wonderful podcast we had. We got to meet so many great people. Yeah. And again, Aztec Chevrolet, thank you so much for the love and support and uh, to our friends at Old Salt Coffee. Remember, every bag you buy of Old Salt Coffee, $1 goes back to the Helicopters for Heroes um, so that we can give back to our veterans. So I am Steve Trevino. And I am Captain Evo. Thanks, guys. <laughs>